Thanks for joining us this Monday afternoon on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And the title of our message is called Waiting for the Lord. You know, one of Samuel Beckett's most famous plays is entitled Waiting for Gadot. Throughout the play, the characters wait, and they wait for Gadot to, to appear, but he never does. The play is Beckett's way of saying that hope is futile, especially hope in God. In contrast to Beckett's despair, the Bible offers hope to the sufferer. When we feel overwhelmed by the trials of life and ready to give up and throw in the towel, Psalms 27 is here to encourage us to wait for the Lord. When we see no possibility of relief, David assures us, I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. May the Lord add a blessing to reading his word. Shall we pray? Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day, and we thank you that we can wait for the Lord. We thank you that Psalmist Davis, David gives us this psalm in chapter 27. Lord, we ask you bless the reading of the word. We ask, Lord, you give me wisdom and knowledge as we bring forth the devotion on this Monday afternoon. Amen, amen. So we begin Psalms 27 with verse 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. In whom shall I fear? The Lord is my stronghold on my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the evil men advance against me to devour my flesh, when my enemies and my foes attack me, they will stumble and they will fall. Though the army may besiege me, my heart will not fear. Though war break out against me, and even then I will be confident, confident in the Lord. One thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord, to see him in his temple. For in one day of trouble, he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me in the shelter of his tabernacle, and he will set me high upon the rock. Then my head will be exalted above my enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle, I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. I will sing and make music to the Lord. Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. My heart says of you, seek his face. Your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not reject me or forsake me, O God, my Savior. Though my father and mother forsake me, the Lord receives me. Teach me your ways, O Lord. Lead me in a straight path because of my oppressors. Do not turn me over to the desires of my foe, for false witnesses rise up against me and breathe out violence. I am still confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. May the Lord add a blessing to his word. So let's take a look at this. God's promises are found in these first few verses, the questions, 
the psalmist writes, he said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. That's the hope that we have today. As Christians, he lights the path for us. He is our salvation. We have no one to fear. The question says, whom shall I fear in verse 1? We should not have any fear as Christians. Sometimes it can be scary, but we should not fear. The Lord is our stronghold in verse 2, or the first part of verse 1. The Lord is my stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? And you know, in this life, there's a lot of things that are scary. There's some things to be afraid of, but we don't have to be afraid of the Lord because he is the stronghold. When evil men advance against me and devour my flesh, when enemies and my foes attack me, he says there they will stumble and they will fall because God will protect us. God will look after us. God always provides. God always gives us a way out. We have to be very careful that we don't get caught up in the world. When our enemies, we, can't, we want to compromise. It's easy to do that. But the psalmist says here, stand your ground. It says, though the army besiege me, my heart will not fear. And that's the key. Our heart should not fear. There's no need to run. It says, though war break out against me, even then I will be confident. There's a praise and worship song that's written from Psalms 27, and it gives these different verses as part of the song. And you know, war breaks out all over the place. Sometimes in our life, we think it's a war or a battle going on. Sometimes it's so great, we could say it's a war. But we need to know that we can be confident in the Lord. The Lord will see us through no matter what it is. He said, one thing I ask of the Lord, this is what I seek, that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And you know, this is the problem with a lot of people in the church. When COVID-19 happened, people decided we had to go online. We even did it here in Mauritius. We went online. But when they allowed us to go back together, we came back together as a group. It's important that we're in a group with a body of believers. It's important that we get together, we fellowship, we talk, we share. But many, many churches, a pastor friend of mine in the United States was telling me that 30% of his congregation never came back. That's sad. People decided it was easier to sit home on their couch in their pajamas, eating their breakfast and listening or or being on Zoom, and then they would just turn off the, uh, the video so that they could just either be there or just say, okay, I'm attending. But you know, we need to be in the house of the Lord, just like the psalmist says. It says to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Or for us today, we say seek him in the church. To gaze the beauty of the Lord. I look around and I see nature and I see all the creation of God. To me, that is the beauty of the Lord. Even a sunset, the beauty of the Lord. On God's, God's canvas, when he paints a sunset, no two are alike. 
It says, to, it says, For in the days of trouble he will keep me safe in his dwelling. He will hide me under the shelter of his tabernacle and set me upon a high rock. It means God will protect us, God will keep us. He didn't say the storms of life won't come, but he did tell us that he would protect us, he would keep us safe. It says, Then my head will be exalted above my enemies who surround me. At his tabernacle I will sacrifice with shouts of joy. You know, the, the, the biggest thing that people don't like uh, is to give a testimony of what God has done. People are afraid. When I grew up, they said when you give a testimony, it's giving the devil a black eye. It's sort of a sarcastic way of putting it. But you know, it's giving praise to God, just like the psalmist says. Shouts of joy. It says, I will sing and make music to the Lord. We should be praising the Lord. Lift our voice up. Make a joyful noise. Verse 7 says, Hear my voice when I call, O Lord. Be merciful to me and answer me. The psalmist was pleading to God. But the psalmist knew that God would answer him. And like each one of us, we ask God for something or we plead with God and we ask him to have mercy. To, and sometimes we question, are you really listening, Lord? He's always listening. But everything is in his timing. It's not according to ours. It said, my heart will say of you, seek his face, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my helper, and the Lord has been a helper to me, he's been a helper to you, he's been a helper to many. Sometimes we seem like God has turned his face, but God never leaves us or forsakes us. He gives us the hope each and every day. But the psalmist was just making a remark, saying, do not hide your face, because he was wondering where God was says, Do not reject me or forsake me, O God, my Savior. See, once again, in the beginning he says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. He knew that he was his Savior. God was his Savior. It says, Though the father and mother forsake me, the Lord will receive me. The Lord will never leave us or forsake us. It says, Teach me your ways, O Lord, and lead me in the straight paths because of my oppressors. Sometimes we go through situations that basically uh, are wake-up calls. Sometimes we'll go through a situation that God is teaching us. God will teach us something new. God will show us how to be faithful. God will show us that he can calm the winds and the waves, these storms of life. He said, Do not turn me over to the desires of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing out violence. And the psalmist David went through a share of that. And as Christians today, many of our brothers and sisters around the world are being accused. They are being false witnesses are rising up and making this accusation and that accusation because they don't like the Christians. They have their own desire. Sometimes as missionaries, it's tough in countries because when you preach, you have to be careful because you could, someone could rise up and make a false witness. But I'm happy to say in verse 13 and 14, 
The psalmist says, I still am confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, not in the land of the dead, but in the land of the living. He will see goodness of the Lord. And you know, I thank God that he is good. I thank God that he's shown the goodness to myself and my family, that he showed the goodness to the ministry that we have, the outreach to the church. We thank the Lord that he provides for us each and every day. And verse 14 says, wait for the Lord, be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord. You know, it's very hard for us at times to want to wait. We want to see results now. We live in a world today that if we request something or do something, we want to see a return. But I'm here to tell you, if you, if you stand with the Lord and you wait with the Lord, he will see you through. He will provide. He will bring you out of whatever it is. But it tells us we need to be strong. And we need to take heart. We need to remember that God has everything under control. And he finishes with wait for the Lord. To wait for the Lord. So let's, I'll leave you with this question. In what kinds of situations do you find it the hardest to wait? Sometimes we need to wait. We need to pray it through. Like the old timers used to say, keep praying until you get an answer. It may not be the answer that we want, but God will give you an answer. Just like the psalmist says, God is there to hear us. He's there to teach us. He's there to lead us. Shall we pray? Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and we thank you for the word of the psalmist. We ask, Lord, that you remind us each and every day that we need sometimes to wait upon you. Sometimes we need to wait uh, uh, more than one day or one hour or one week or one month. Or sometimes it may be many years waiting for an answer. Lord, we're reminded of when we prayed about uh, certain things and how sometimes it took years for that to happen. But it was all in your timing. So Lord, we ask that you remind us today that we will wait upon you. Lord, you're not some sugar daddy in the sky that we just want to Pray, uh, pray to you and say, give me this, give me that. But you give us what we need to get the mission done. You give us what we need each and every day. Help us not to complain, but help us to humble ourselves before you. Help us to wait upon the Lord. So Lord, if there's someone today that doesn't know you as their personal Savior, we give the invitation today. Lord, they can pray the simple prayer of asking God to forgive them. And God will forgive you. God will answer your prayer. He will give you forgiveness. He will give you the salvation that the psalmist wrote about. He will give you the light that you can walk by. He will give you strength. The Holy Spirit will guide you and keep you on the path of righteousness. So, Lord, we just pray for those individuals who don't know you, that today will be the day that they 
confess and they profess that you are their God and their King, their Lord, their Savior. And Lord, help them to find a local church in their community. Someone that will come alongside of them. Send someone that will disciple them. And someone that will continue to be their friend. And help them along their walk with you. So we pray all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. So thank you for joining us on this Monday afternoon on Hope for Today with Pastor Doug Solomon. And we look forward to joining you on Tuesday with a new message of hope and encouragement. Have a good day and God bless.